The following presentation was recorded at a Christian Light Education workshop. More information at clp.org. It's entitled, World Religions and Their Influences on Us. And uh, I'd like to, first of all, as we enter this session, look a little bit at the definition of a religion versus the definition of a cult. Um, A religion basically is a system of belief chair somewhere, um, that, um, that focuses on a god or a series of gods. It has a belief system, come on in, it has a belief system usually that involves how we came to be where we are. It has a belief system that involves how man, how person is to live life. And it has a belief system on what, how to handle things that we do not understand or cannot control. And a belief system of what happens after, after, when we die. Okay? And um, these belief systems vary. And we're going to look, be looking at some of these religions and, and, and how, the, how they function, how they how they how they relate a cult basically is an how should i say an aberration it is it is a it is a false a falsifying of within a religion okay so cults are usually classified under a religious group but they are they are a twist. They are versions that, that are not genuine to that religion. Uh, for example, in, in the Christian religion, in general terms, uh, the, the Jehovah Witnesses, the Mormons, and so on, are considered as cults. They, they do recognize the Bible. They do recognize the same God we recognize. They recognize Jesus Christ, but they have twisted versions, they have falsified ideas, they have um, a, a way of salvation and their view and particularly of Christ is, is wrong. It, it, it is not accurate according to, to, to what the Bible teaches. They have added scriptures or twisted scriptures and so on. This afternoon I would like to look primarily at various religious religions. I'm not going to go into the cults. They are, there's lots of them. And I'm not going to be spending time with them at all. I like to, and as, as I said earlier, I am not planning to look at what do these various religions individually, what do they believe. There's a lot of literature out there um, that, uh, that discusses each of them. I've classified the religions we're going to look at into Three groups listed on your papers. Um, really, I guess there would be a fourth group that we could also look at. I'm not going to spend, I'll just make mention of it. I'd like to look, first of all, at the non-Christian, oriental-originated religions. And just look at what do they have in common? What, what, what are some threads that are, that, that, uh, how they relate to each other? And you have, like Hinduism, 
Buddhism, Confucianism, Zoroastrianism, Shintoism, Jainism, Sikhism, um, there may be, there are a few others too, Taoism, and um, they are, they are all, they all have varied ideas, varied belief systems, they do. Some are younger religions than others. But they, they, they tend to have some common trends, some common threads. And the one trend that, for example, one trend they have is they tend, many of them tend to be polytheistic. They tend to um, al- allow for a, a multitude of gods. Like um, Hinduism, in particular. Um, Shintoism. Um, some of the others, uh, there are the Sikhism, for example, is a one God Eastern religion. That it is. But most of them have have permit or um, have a worship system of more than one God. <coughs> Pretty well, all of these religions regard Jesus as as a as a good guru, as a good teacher. They they accept him as a as 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 having taught well and his ideas uh, and so on um, make him remarkable. The one thing that most of these Oriental religions have is they have a system of reincarnation. They have the the doctrine of karma, and uh, which life is what life is, and uh, from good must come good, from evil must come evil. And so, if you live a good life and then die, then in your next life, you'll, it'll be better. If you live life in a way that does not please the, the, the deities of your religion, or, or you know, so on, then in your life, you are reincarnated into something less than what you are now. And the aim of their religions is through this, these cycles of reincarnation, hopefully to eventually achieve a state of what some of those religions call nirvana, at, at just a top state um, where you are at one with the god or gods, and, and then, the, then the reincarnation stop. You're done. You're, you, you've achieved uh, the ultimate. And so life is basically a matter of recycles and hopefully moving upward. That, that, is, a, that is a common thread among most of these, of, of, of these religions. And so salvation is very much a system of works. And sin is basically just bad choices, but you will likely have a chance to to recover and, you know, improve, if nothing else, in the next life, you know. There are no, really, that there are no ultimate or eternal consequences. Because you can, you can do something about it. You can redeem it somehow, in some way. You have that opportunity. Death, of course, is just the entrance into another reincarnation into another state.
these, these are common trends among the Oriental originated religions. Many of them have a lot of good thoughts. They, they, they stress a lot of virtues like honesty, peace, um, unity. These, these type of things are very are high qualities among them. They, they, they tend to have that. Um, Confucianism is one of them that basically focuses just on this life and does not have a, a system of, um, of life after this life. Another thing that most of these religions, the Eastern or Oriental religions have, is a tolerance within or between each other. You can be a Confucianist and yet be a rather good Taoist too. You can accept Hinduism, and, um, but still ascribe to quite a bit of Buddhist thought. Okay? So they, they, they allow for somewhat of a mixture of a tolerance. They are not exclusive with each, uh, um, re- in regards to someone others. Some, see, the Christian religion is exclusive. There is only one way, the way, one right way, everything else is wrong, you know. With, with the Oriental religions, it's much more open, flexible, and um, they, they tend to have a little bit more uh, of that kind of a mindset. Um, I'd like to then focus on number three, a little bit more, on the non-Christian Middle East religions. One major difference between the, between the Oriental and the Middle East religions is uh, the Middle East religions are monotheistic, one God, and they are exclusive. See, Christianity, of course, would, would have a Middle East origin. Okay? We're not going to talk about Christianity that much. Um, the, other, the two other religions that are Middle Eastern in, or, in origin are Judaism and uh, Islam. And we, of course, would say that Judaism is the oldest religion. And Christianity is really the, the, has Judaism as its root. It is the fruition of Judaism, or at least the beginning of it. Islam is um, actually has a lot of of, Jew, uh, of of Christian thought in it, but but again, it is it, these are exclusive religions, one God, monotheistic, and they have uh, they have also you have this life to live. And then there are the eternal consequences of this life. You do not have a system of more lives to somehow that will change your eventual destiny. We have this life in which destiny is determined by choices we make, by faith we have, by 
things we do. That that is that is not the Orientals do not do not have that that idea that much. <clears throat> so those uh, that those in brief are the some of the differences, um, the general the the, the generalities uh, of differences that these religions have one from the other. Probably the religion that captivates a lot of our attention today is the is the muslim religion at this time because of the the economic impact in the world regarding the middle east and so on the political impacts and and some of the extremism that has happened in the in the world um and it it's these kinds of things that have have drawn uh, western attention particularly to to what do Muslims really believe? But really, not that long ago, our, uh, the West didn't think was not that engrossed, so to speak, in the in the Muslim religion. They were much more engrossed in the in the Eastern religions. It's still there. It's still there, and we'll, we're going to look at some of these influences that there have been. Okay, now for example, the Muslim religion does accept Adam, Noah, Abraham, David, and Jesus as valid prophets, and that their writings are true, but the Christian religion has, has falsified them, has twisted them, and so the, the scriptures we have are, are false versions of the truths that these prophets have given. Of course, Allah designated Muhammad as the last, the final, and the ultimate prophet. And so the teachings of the Quran supersede, exceed all the others. Then there is a third group of religions. Number four, Roman numeral four, and those are secular religions. These are religions that um, focus on no divine being at all. And there are really two of them, and then the outgrowth of these two. And the two are agnosticism, which basically teaches you cannot know that there is a God, and so you doubt whether there is one. And you choose more or less just to leave it that way. You can't know. You're not sure? That's it. The atheists would say, I know that there is no God. How they've got that figured out, we don't know. But they, they, they just know that there is no God. So that's a difference between agnostic and an atheist. One chooses not to know, feels we cannot know. The other one says, I do know. And of course, from, from a combination of these two or whatever, you have the religion of humanism, which if you study humanistic thought and the human, humanist manifestos or so on, it is more than just an idea. It is a, a way of life. It is a religious view. It is. Where man is the ultimate standard by which anything is judged, there is no such a thing as eternity, um, such things as 
consequences, uh, eternal consequences of, of, of bliss or consequence of condemnation, those are just ima- illusions. Man really is on a, a scale of, uh, of improvement, really born with a blank slate, and, and, um, and our environment and education are ways in which we improve. Morals or values are basically those things that society at that time thinks are good. Absolutes, not necess- No, there are none. It's 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 all flexible. It's relative, and uh, and whatever the, we think is good, the end justifies the means. What is best at this time, and what what the rest of the people think are 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 good good behavior or or good virtues, that, that, that's the standard by which we live socially. Two, th- two uh, isms that are very important, or a- Asians, I should say, is self-realization and self-awareness. Of course, these are very much self or human concepts. Man is here to improve himself, to be very aware of who he is, and... Um, and realize who he is, and so they're very, very uh, humanly and intensely um, interested in each in that experimentation and um, and experience are very valid, and the more experience you have, the more varied experiences, so that you can choose um, what you think is is best, and even if these experiences and experiments are very twisted and, and and perversions and so on. That's that's okay. Any form of self-expression really is acceptable, and that it is a religion. The fourth classification I have not listed it here, and that would be paganism. Paganism would have some some ideas along with. Uh, with the Oriental religions, use in most cases, paganism deals with um, uh, with a, a plurality of gods, not always, and and a means of trying to have connection with these gods, appease them, and somehow, see, that would follow Hinduism too. Try to appease them so that the gods will be good to you. And in 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 our societies today. Um, there is a lot of paganistic thought. And the, the other idea that comes along with paganism, it in, usually involves a fair bit of ancestor or elder kind of recognition, even beyond this life. And that follows a little bit Oriental teaching as well. For example, the First Nations people, we, in Canada we call them First Nations, the, 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 the American natives and so on, uh, they re- they talk about this great spirit. It is not Jehovah God that they refer to. It's much more of a nature kind of a God that has some controlling power and you try to appease him, but then you also try to to keep you you keep on having a contact and a medium with your those of your of your family, um, of your connections that have passed out of this life. And how is this affecting um, us today? Maybe it isn't affecting our kind of people directly. But you know, 
I've observed you read more and more as you read obituaries in the paper and, and, and of Christian, okay, Christian in quotation marks, whether they're Catholic or Episcopalian or Methodist, you know, these kinds of people. They say, well, so-and-so has passed on and they are now somewhere and they're watching over us. You know, and they are somehow, uh, that's really paganistic thought. That's pagan thought. Uh, we, we have very little in the scripture that teaches us where the dead are and what they are, but what Jesus told us about the story of uh, the rich man and Lazarus, it seems that Lazarus had really, he was so absorbed of where he was in the bosom of Abraham, uh, not too many other things seemed to have mattered at that time. The rich man was very concerned. He was very concerned. But there was a big gulf and he could have no influence or connection. And, and for that matter, Lazarus couldn't either. In fact, Abraham, I mean, told them, they have Moses and the prophets. They have, they have on that side of death what they need. They need nothing from this side of death to influence them further. See, that's paganistic thought. To have that, that carryover of influence. That's what it is. Okay. I would then like to look at, spend most of the remainder of our time, what are some of the ideas, some of the trends, some of the things that resonate with us, what are things about these religions that that are obviously um, non-Christian, they are wrong, and we cannot accept them. What are some of the influences that, and I, I'm going to combine these things somewhat. Uh, number six, uh, the influences. The first one that I have is that Judeo-Christian values and thought have formed the original foundation of much of European and Western thinking and our values. Now, I am not saying that uh, United States and Canada and these countries are Christian nations or ever were. And if, even if we look at the founding fathers of our nations, uh, their brand of Christianity, if you want to call that, I, I, don't, I don't think we would call that Christian. We wouldn't. They, they did generally appreciate, they were deists, if anything. They generally did appreciate some Christian values. They accepted the Bible as, uh, as a book of good guidelines. They had a, th there, was, there was a recognition of, of of God, a Jehovah God, and so on. Th th those things were there. But that they really embraced Christianity the way we know it um, and, and built a nation or nations on those principles. No. In fact, the only Christian nation that I know has ever and will ever exist is the church. And that, of course, is not, is not held to a certain locality or a certain uh, language. 
and so on. Okay, but from this Judeo-Christian thinking, we, we do have some of the concepts of democracy. We have the, some of the concepts of the values of, value of life, that life is, is sacred and, needs to, that it is a, and we need to respect life. Now, many of these values are being challenged and discarded today because Judeo-Christian thought is fast eroding in our societies. The whole a concept of the day of rest, the matter of work ethic, even, even our financial system, which is based on a trust. And they're sure trusted a lot these days. But that, 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 that has Judeo-Christian thought in it. The, the morals... And you say, well, other religions also have some of these concepts, and they do. And some people will then say, okay, so if we take all these other religions, with all the, the good things that they have, and you, know, and you start funneling them down, and, 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 and you come to something that's all right. And I would say, I, I, I see it the exact opposite. We don't have all these religions funneling down, and whatever, you know, that there's many ways to the one God. No. I would say there was one God at the start. And since the fall of man, it has gone many ways. It's done this, not this. It didn't start out with many religions. It started out with the truth and, have be, and has become perverted and changed and and, 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 and many things have happened to it so that now we have many other religions as well. One way in which we have an influence, and that is number B, by New Age thinking. <coughs> and a lot of the New Age thought comes out of the Oriental way, uh, or the Oriental religions. In fact, a lot of the West was influenced by this through its introductions through um, the rock star groups and Hollywood and so on. And you had these people who were, who, who were looking for other experiences and, and they went east and, and, did, and, and got involved in, in, in all these kinds of uh, ideas and, and have, have brought it west to us. And like even the hippie movement, you know what, everything is love and peace and, and tolerance and everything is, is you, uh, you have just, you have somewhat just of a blend. These were just some very key concepts and, and you could have someone to even, you can believe really what you want to believe, but, but th these are just the key virtues and that's, see that's very oriental in its thinking. And with that have come such things as meditation. Hmm. Well, we believe in meditation as God's people. But our idea of meditation is exactly opposite of Eastern. The scriptural view, the scriptural idea of meditation is that when I meditate, I take time to focus and to think on one particular verse of scripture or idea or thought, or whatever. 
I, 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 I try to block out everything else, and I'm focusing on this, and trying to get mine what's in there. Now, Eastern meditation is to block out everything so that you're blank. I don't really know what happens. I've never tried that and I don't intend to. See, they have the exact opposite of what the scripture asks us to do. <clears throat> the things of yoga. See, and that's coming into the, into the whole health thing. Relaxations and, and um, that's influencing um, a lot of of people, even people who would say that they're born-again believers. Mysticism, astrology, magic, spirit contact, inner human power, um, self-awareness, levels of energy, uh, in hypnosis, and so on. And it's affected how a lot of people view the whole realm of medicine, looking after their their bodies and, and their their psychics and so on their 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 mental or or emotional makeups and I'm not here to discuss which of them are all right or wrong but uh, yeah I think I think each of these needs to be evaluated before we go in on them several years ago I was in Mexico. And um, there was a lady who was selling uh, a lot of medicines and, and herbal kind of things. And she was a, a genuine, godly woman. But every week or two, uh, you know, from time to time, there was a, a national, I think it was a, a, an herbal doctor or a chiropractor kind of a person, would come to her house and, and use her home somewhat as a clinic. And he was using the pendulum kind of approaches to to diagnose people. And I think doing things of of uh, trying to help people without touching, I said, I, I wouldn't go close to that. I wouldn't go close to that. It's not scientific and I don't uh, it's not scriptural. You're, you, you are dabbling with powers, you're dabbling with, with levels of, of, of uh, power, I guess, that, uh, that, that make you susceptible to, to powers that, that, that are harmful. All of that tends to, that's new age. And that, and that, that, is that does that influence us? Well, yes, we know even people within, with that we know that that are. I know of some people that that are accepting some of these holistic practices. Um, I think are dangerous. I think they are. Um, and so these influences are around. You can hardly go into a health food kind of a store where these things don't bombard you in some way. And all you want to do is you want to go buy it. Uh, some genuine vitamins or, or herbal capsules. But, but a lot of this other kind of stuff is around there. And so it is around here. 
It is, it is around us. It is. It influences us. And I think we need to be very cautious. We need to be very, very cautious. Um, another influence that is there is number C, the influence of humanism. And as I shared in the morning talk that I had on worldview and curriculum choices, humanism influences us because we live in a society that basically has had humanistic teaching in its school systems for, for decades now already. And so a lot of the people our age and younger, they have been immersed in humanistic thought as they've come through, through, through their school years. And so their, their way of looking at life and, the, and, and our worldview clashes. I'm not saying that none of these people are Christians anymore. Some of them, they may go to, to even to godly assemblies and, and be, try to be genuine in their faith. But humanism has affected them. And for example, um, I am. It, it, it is shocking how quickly... I feel this whole idea of, of gay lifestyle is, is just gaining acceptance. And not much is being said about it. 20 years ago, 25 years ago, that would have been shocking. You, nobody would have revealed that they, that, that they thought that way, or that they lived that way. But a few key people have come out that way. And it seems that in general society, that's, that's almost being glorified not as the uh, not as the alternative, but almost as the ultimate. And my question is, when is the time going to come when those of us who say no to that are going to be seen as being on the wrong side? And I don't know exactly what's happening all in the, in the America, but in Canada, this whole thing of assisted suicide is starting to get more attention. And I would feel, especially as medic, medical um, uh, costs go the way they do, um, it'll probably get more pressure. It will. People are saying, I will choose how I end my life, when, on what conditions. Well, what follows that? Well, the euthanasia is just the next step. And so... And see, these are influences of humanistic thinking. They are. And our, our school system has promoted this and it's becoming acceptance, accepted in society. And so it influences us. It influences our economics. It influences our, our pol political systems. It influences our social um, connections and it, in fact, there, there are people that we would never believe would say these things that, that are now saying, well, some of, these, some of these things are maybe not that wrong. And so we need to reject those things. Um, the whole idea of number D, a rejection of absolutes. And so... There, we, we tend to become moderates. And the word tolerance is, is, gets a lot of attention. Okay? 
gets a lot of attention. Well, nobody wants to be an extremist. But I guess there's a difference between extreme and being radical, isn't there? I hope so, if it's true. I'd like to go to number G, the idea that many ways lead to the same God. That, that tolerance is, you know, as I said before, you know, there's many ways that funnel down. I was uh, principal at Maranatha Bible School for a number of years, and I'm still involved with the school there. But I was teaching a class, I think it was on missions. And I came to class one day and I says, Students, um, do you believe John 14.6? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Oh yes, Bible. Do you believe the verse that says, uh, um, there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? What are, okay, what are you going to do with the person who has never heard the name of Jesus, who, who is... Who, who desperately wants to do what's right, who, who wants to live right, who wants to die right, but he, and he, he tries everything he can to make sure that it will happen. But he does not know the name of Christ. He knows nothing about the blood of Christ. He has no idea about salvation. He's never heard these things. He's had no opportunity to hear about these things. And he dies. What happens to him? Mm. Well, to say that he's gone to hell, that's not fair. Because he didn't have a chance. That's how some would view it. Well, maybe, maybe there's grace of some kind that we do not know. I'm glad that I don't make that call, Okay. But according to what the scripture tells us, there is only one way. And there's no, there's no versions other. Okay? And God, God is not going to go and accept people because of how devoted they have been to a cause or how sincere they've been in a cause. That alone will not measure that, that, that is not the basis of God's judgment alone. God's judgment will be based on truth. It will. Somebody just recently told me that. He says that really increases, that should increase our responsibility. And he says, you're right. You're right. I'm not here to judge those people. It is in the hands of God. But according to the, what we know is to be the truth, we cannot, we cannot allow for any other way. We cannot. And of course, the ideas that we reject, and I've already talked about some of, the, some of these new, new age kinds of things that are questionable. We, 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 need to, uh, we need to reject those, those tolerant kind of ideas. We need to. Now, I'd like to look at the last page. How can we relate to these religions? 
First of all, we need to know the truth. God says, I am the God of truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. The Bible says, thy word is truth. And Jesus said, the truth is going to judge us. Truth is a standard by which we will be judged. And so we need to know the truth. Secondly, we need to walk in the truth. Truth needs to be not just something that we know in, in, in our intellect. It needs to be something that we know in our life. And as, the, as we are led in the truth and as we walk in the truth, we, will, we, we then show by our life and we show by the opportunities we have to share the truth of Christ with others. And we use that as, as relating to these people. I find that there's a lot of, of these kinds of religions. These people are on a quest. They, they don't have peace. They, 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 they're grasping. They, they, they cannot come to a conclusion and say, I got it! See, and yet, Jesus says, if you have me, you have eternal life. Okay? Definitely there are conditions, okay? But if we have him, in me you have peace. In me, you, know, you have life. And so to have Christ is to have something that is solid, something that we can rest, that we can anchor on. And then, of course, also something that we can share with a joyous but humble confidence. We can do that. So how do we relate to these people? I think we need to look at those kinds of virtues and values that resonate with us. But use those not not as stepping stones to embrace their ideas, but use those as stepping stones to reach out to them for truth, to bring them to truth. For example, the Oriental people have very high regard for older people, elders, and so on. That's 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 big with them, very very big. No, definitely we don't want to go to the ancestor worship deal. But I think we as Christians could uh, appreciate the the whole concept of of respect a little more sometimes, couldn't we? Um, the whole matter of of being devoted and loyal. You watch some of these some of these people in their religions. They are so intense on their cause. I've been in airports, and when the time comes for Muslim prayers, regardless, they they are off. You can see them. They don't maybe not in the middle of a room, but they are, they're off somewhere, and they. They will, they will make all their right postures and do all their right things. Would we do that? Sometimes we even feel rather self-conscious bowing our heads at a table in a restaurant. And as you, as you observe some of these people's, their dedication, their loyalty, the, the amount of fasting and abstinence and, and what they will do for the cause, Yes, not with a right motive, okay? But it's not that 
that they aren't intense about it. To them, these things are not optional. They, they are vital. With the Islamic people, we, we can reach out to that, you know, they accept Jesus. They accept the sinless life of Christ. They don't accept his crucifixion, but they accept him as a valid prophet. And so we already have a step. And I have been told, and I would agree, that if anybody should be able to reach out to Muslim people, it is conservative Anabaptist people. They have an appreciation for modesty, and they, they see that in us. They do. And, uh, and they appreciate that. And they, they hardly even call us Christians, because to them, Christians is the Western world with its Hollywood and all that kind of thing. That is their view of Christianity. That is not Christianity. And that's not us. And we have, we have virtues, we have values, we have interests that we can use as a bridge to show Christ to them. And definitely... How can we relate to these religions is when they see the living Christ in us. They realize that. That we have something that is sure, that is steadfast, that is, that is, that is anchored, that is solid, that is fulfilling, and that is truth. That we can reach out and minister to them. For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.